And we're going live right now. <laughs> the fun process is okay. I'm doing a live stream. All right, everybody. I don't got a video to start this one off. Um, my computer's being a little bit fidgety, so I couldn't really get one queued up properly. Um, I'm sitting here with my guest, Darren May from Illyrian, one of my good friends. Fantastic drummer. Fantastic person. Um, one of Scotland's greatest exports. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I was like, how long are you going to take to to say that <laughs> you know what I, I'm, I'm not that doesn't bug me well it shouldn't come in from me Scottish. no by now you should know I, what's going on yeah exactly you know what I was thinking about this the other day the last time we saw each other was probably my first show with Citizen Rage wasn't it your, the last time we saw each other was your first show with Citizen Rage? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Or Did you go to that Tourette's? Yeah, Tourette's okay, show? okay, yeah. That was when I launched Trash Talk. Oh, so that, yeah, so that was my last show with those guys, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't your first. No, but uh, no, I'm just remembering that <laughs> I was, like, so nervous uh, that first show with Citizen Rage because... Like, they, they literally called me to see if I would fill in for Loud as Hell, right? And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. And then I went in, I remember it was like a Wednesday to, to jam with them. And I had like three songs that I'd learned. And then Mikey turns around to me and goes, can you play a show next week? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? How many songs? He's like, it's the headliner show, so, you know, we need to do about 35 minutes. And I'm like, okay, so I have to learn, like, eight more songs. So I had less, yeah, just over a week to learn those songs. And then good. I'm warming up in that back, back room in Burns, and you're telling me, are you even fast, bro? Are you even fast? You don't even play fast. <laughs> I was like, fuck off, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nick LaRouche is watching right now. He plays fast. <laughs> yeah. Darren, you did good. What's he doing now? He's, he, buddy. Nick LaRouche is working every day. He's playing drums every day, man. He is still supporting all the yeah. bands. He is still doing his thing. He's actually been doing lots of work at Dynamite Studios with Johnny. Helping yeah. Johnny set up his uh, live stream stuff. Nice. And jamming. He's got a thrash band called Cast in Stone. He's been jamming with them. He's been jamming with Nolan yeah. every week for years. Two men, 364 years. <laughs> it's what it seems like sometimes. But, uh, hey man, yeah. you did good. You did good. And uh, to this day... <laughs> To this day, I was sweating my arms. I remember getting halfway through that set and my arms are like nearly falling off. And you, you're getting on stage in my face again, like mid set, and you're going, You do play fast, you do play fast. <laughs> oh, that was fun! Hell yeah, man, you do play fast, Darren. You do play fast. Uh, 
sometimes. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not as fat, fast as like Casey uh, Lewis. Like that guy's fast. Yeah, Casey Rogers too. Casey Rogers is fast too, without even like without even trying. Naked. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they're like they make it look like they're reading a book as they're playing. It's just like oh, like. <sighs> Funny story with Casey Rogers, okay? So there was a festival called Vernstock, and it has nothing to do with Verns. So Vernstock, I was out there, and Exit Strategy was headlining one night, and you know old Nady Boy, he used to tie one on. So I got up on stage, and I started fucking slamming some shit out during their instrumental, and Casey was like, Nate, get off stage, you're fucking everything up. <laughs> and like I was actually like genuinely embarrassed because like I was having such a good time. I was love I loved Exit Strategy. Shout out to Casey Rogers. Yeah. He's that uh, he's a great guy. But okay, yeah. we won't talk about my idiocy and ridiculousness. We're here to uh Why not? What do you mean? I was also thinking about the first time um we the first time we met, I think, was like when World Class played with, or Illyrian played with World Class in um, Medicine Hat, and it was a Halloween show. Oh, that, that was at that little bar. Yeah, I remember that. that was, yeah, uh, that was put was on like, by my fucking stepbrother. Really? <laughs> and he got drunk. <laughs> he got fucking drunk and like. <laughs> I heard after I left that he got drunk and, like, tried to fight some people outside. Yeah, there was, there was some drama, I'm pretty sure. And, like, it was WMD as well. That was... They, they played and poked the bear, I think. Uh, yes. And I remember that, that uh, show, because, like, Scott, Scott let me borrow his um, Scorpion from Mortal Kombat outfit. And... And me, like, I don't know if you've, like, you stand me next to Scott, right? Like, <laughs> like, ripped, but, like, slender, and I'm, like, this freaking built like a dwarf, right? So I'm trying to put this scorpion costume on, and it's cutting off circulation to my legs and my upper body, and I'm playing this set with this friggin' scorpion suit on, and it didn't, it didn't last two songs. And then halfway through, uh, I think it was like Chaotic Neutral off of the first album that we did. I completely skipped the bridge section and went into the ending. And I remember like Jeff just like turning around going, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> like one of my worst moments on stage. I've had lots but, of worst moments on stage, man. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Yeah, it was bad when you're a drummer. When you're a singer, you can get away with it. I got away with a lot as a singer, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> like, a lot, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what are you doing these days? Um, I'm working a little bit. You know, I'm like three days a week at the moment. And then uh, the rest is like benefits or whatever you know ei just because the event world is like because i work in in events yeah like run run the operations for an event company 
and uh, there's no events right now. So, I mean, there's little bits here and there. Like we set up a stage today and there's some tents going up for like vaccinations and stuff like that. But it's, uh, it's really, it's dead. It's pretty so sparse. It's just, just holding on, you know. And then um, I just partnered in a trailer business. So I'm, I'm running like a, a business on the side as well, which is good. Um, that's starting to pick up. So that's like washroom trailers and we got a media trailer and what else? An office trailer. Things like you, that you'd see on a, on a work site kind of thing. Yeah. So that brings in some extra cash too. And then it's something. Most of my time. Yeah, exactly. And then most of my time is, is, uh, at home with with my lovely ladies so the best time buddy yeah. the best time yeah and I, I i won't like i can't complain about that because life is like 2020 was an awesome year for me congratulations so. by the way on little kylo thanks man i yeah. don't i don't know how much of a choice that you had in that name <laughs> i had the choice I had a choice. You had we're the both, choice to go with it or not. You had the choice to go with it or move out. <laughs> yeah. No. It wasn't like that at all. Was, like we had we had a couple of names picked out. Um because we're both huge Lord of the Rings fans and we're both huge Star Wars fans as well, right? So if it was gonna be a girl, it would have been Eowyn. Little baby Gandalf. A little yeah, a little Smeagol, little, <laughs> little baby Samwise Gamgee. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, I wouldn't no, put like, it past Aaron. I wouldn't put it past Aaron. She doesn't give no, a fuck what no. anybody thinks about it. <laughs> That's what I love about her. That's right, buddy. She's fantastic. Shout out to Aaron. She's great. I want to have her on the cast actually to talk about hazardous material. Yeah, message her. I definitely will, buddy. I definitely will. But so ridiculous names aside, my daughter's name is Serenity Riot. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> and I got it. Not ridiculous stuff. And I got her know? initials tattooed on my face. So you know, you I got, so you'll never forget it. I got nowhere to speak on this matter, Darren. I just like to bug you because I like the way you smile. All those extra teeth. <laughs> Yeah, for an Englishman, I'm lucky, eh? Wait, what? You're not from England. Australia at Where best. Where am I from? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay. Australia on a good day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I'm, when I'm feeling happy. It depends on what mood I'm in. That determines where yeah. you're from. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Aaron's actually watching us right now. Hi, Aaron. Wave to your fiance, Darren. That's right. You're probably a, ro a royal wave. There you go. There you go. There, I don't know why you're you're fucking Scottish. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're probably in the basement right now at the house. She's probably upstairs. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm at um, I'm at the uh, jam space at the moment. Oh yeah, you were teaching. You were teaching. So obviously you need to be by your kit, right? Okay. 
Yeah. I got you now. You can't fucking pull one over on old Nady boy. I'm too quick for you. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Nice one, Sherlock Holmes. Wow, that was rude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have a long pipe. I just got a fancy stick. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, uh, these days, obviously, like, jamming, you're in the jam space, but obviously jamming is a whole lot different with restrictions and stuff. So do you guys, yeah. are you guys, you're writing new material, you're still doing videos, you sent me a video that I will have, my computer's fritzing, fritzing all over the place, so it's just being a dick yeah. right now. That's why right now your video in the feed is a little choppy and I can't fucking seem to get it to work. Your audio's coming in fine and that's what matters. Yeah, as long as my face is Oh, blurred. that face. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, to answer your question though, uh, with we are still writing. Um, we have a new record that is done, finished. Like we finished it during 2020, um, and it's just, you know, we we didn't want to release it without being able to play it. Uh, wow, that so, makes sense. Yeah, I just. It feels like a wasted like to, effort, almost. Yeah, I, I know, no, no uh, offense or not taking anything away from anybody that's released anything in in 2020 or during the pandemic. Um, but I, for me, it just doesn't. It's without playing. I think I don't think it captures what Illyrian's about. You know, we're we're definitely a live band. Well, it's because of the muscles. So, what muscles? Oh, Scott's muscles, yeah. You can't, you can't see muscles and dare, Darren, come on, you're flexing right now. <laughs> <laughs> you're fucking flexing right now. That's, that's why I'm red, that's why I'm so red. I'm just like, oh, you want to look good. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see muscles on a CD, man. Yeah, exactly. And that's, and that's what we're all about. Muscles. Muscles and mustaches. Ooh, I know a thing about mustaches. I don't know. It doesn't look like it. Can you hear it? <laughs> Can you greasy. hear it? <laughs> greasy. Hey, I yeah, shower we, we, every day. But yeah, go back to the seriousness. We, um, yeah. We, yeah, we have that record ready with artwork. And I, yeah, I sent you one of the playthrough videos. Um, we're actually going to approach a bunch of labels and see if, if anyone, if anyone cares, you know, um, that's always a good idea that way. Yeah. And then hopefully, you know, the world will turn back to the right side up and, and we can start playing shows again. But, uh, yeah, um, past that, like the, that record that's done we've got one new one in the bag and the way we've been doing it is, is the same way we've really we've always done it is um scott is like the brainchild of Illyrium, right like the guy's a genius and, uh, pumping weights and shredding guitars yeah, exactly and uh he'll come up with some ideas and he'll drop box them to us and then i'll put some 
drum ideas in and then Jeff throws his spice in there and then Kelly comes in and puts her part in there. And then uh, it kind of all forms into uh, a song in the end, right? So we actually managed to finish that one to a good standpoint anyway, um, just before this this uh, current lockdowns. So it's exciting. And each time I think as musicians, we seem to, to push ourselves even further. Like I am the definition of hard, uh, a drummer that is trying to reach. And I'm pretty sure Casey Lewis said this to, uh, Scott once is like, he's reaching in the cookie jar, but he can't quite reach the cookies. Rude. It's like, no, no, no. He's being deadly. Like, I'll tell you that story in a minute, but like, I think that's a fair that's a fair comment for my what I do when I write, right? Because otherwise, it's not interesting to me. I want to be like stretching myself on a record, and then usually what happens afterwards is you 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 know I sink into it and I'm like, wow, this stuff seems slow now, <laughs> and I can actually play it with no problem, kind of thing. But forever, yeah. <laughs> You know that first that first Illyrian record? I couldn't play double pedals. I could barely play drums. <laughs> I barely sobered up from the fucking ride over. <laughs> no, I, just, I I went from playing like pop punk and um, but you were you were a seasoned like, like touring professional pop punk fucking artist like you weren't like let's not discredit your efforts here man you were on the road constantly yeah we, we were on the road a fair bit for sure yeah. you might have had more hair product in the vehicle than beers but <laughs> doesn't that doesn't take away from the and we were we me and you both have a uh we both have a common love for rufio yeah oh yeah i didn't think anybody else in canada knew who they were Come on. So that day you posted about that, I was like, holy smokes, somebody knows about this band? Yes. Those little bastards, they warm my heart. <laughs> I I really wish they had written like a, uh, a uh, metal album because they always had those those one song like on each album which had like a heavy metal vibe. Some flavor. It, right? Yeah. Um, so fast. yeah, that, that first record is is insane fast like dipshit and still those fucking that song still goes hard yeah fast you imagine being the bass player in that band whatever he's he was probably just he probably wrote all the fucking shit yeah like come on let's be honest here bass players don't matter (laughs) that's true (laughs) <laughs> I mean, you can't... If there's any bass players in the chat, sound off. Let's go to the chat right now and see what's going on in the chat. Actually, we got uh, we got Mr. Matt Seminock. Hey, hey, hello to Matt Seminock from Medicine Hat. My buddy Brandon Miller. Uh, we also have Richard Colborn, beautiful Richard. Yeah. Hope you're doing good, buddy. I've been paying attention yeah. to your health issues, and I really hope you're doing good. You got to stay with us, fella. Me and you got a podcast to do. Um, Joe Gillis. Joseph Gillis is in the chat. Um, hello, everybody. Thanks for joining us. I just interrupted Darren rudely 
to, uh, because I, come on, let's be <laughs> honest here. <laughs> bass players really don't matter, Darren, <laughs> except for no, the bass player in your band. Your bass player is important. Well, yeah, I mean, did you see his news, uh, his section on global news? That guy's super famous. He gets stopped everywhere we go now. Oh, yeah, he's a straight up what I'm aspiring to be. <laughs> yeah. What, an IT guy bass player? Yeah, pretty much, man. Pretty fucking much. <laughs> no, no, no disrespect to Jeff. Jeff, Jeff is, is a huge part in, in Illyrian, actually. Like, we just, we crack jokes. Jeff, you're amazing, yeah. man. I've seen you play oh, yeah. many a times. And uh, respect, huge respect, buddy. You kick ass, fella. You kick ass. And if you got any, if, honestly... If you got anything to say, you can send me a message. I'll apologize. <laughs> um, so, yeah, okay, my buddy Matt, he nailed it. I want to, I, I want to be a talk show host, pretty much. You know, I, I fashion it as like a trailer park Ryan Seacrest. That is right <laughs> on the nail. Wow. Huh? Huh? You could, you could do that. I could. I fucking. You know, like when when you first started doing this uh, trash talk, I was like, "Oh, sweet, awesome! This is like, you, he's gonna have people on, and you basically say shitty things about other people." Nope. Because no. Nate doesn't do that. Exactly. Well, then you in you, you do insults, compliment insults, and I like to rip on Darren all the time. <laughs> yeah um trash talk if, if you didn't here i'll explain it to you right now so it's called trash talk because i'm nate trash what yeah so i took the nickname that i was given when i was 18 and i put it in the title because i talk on the show trash talk holy smokes ah. holy smokes fucking genius right i actually i just thought that was your last name Ah, but that's the trick. It is. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if I don't know if you're joking or not. My real last name is Treasure. <laughs> ah. With a Z instead so you of an So spiced X. it up a bit. Yep. <laughs> Umlauts all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> um so w w Darren before I confuse these sons of bitches anymore with your Irish, Scottish, Welsh, Northern Kiwi, Irish. Kiwi, and Norse heritage. <laughs> Those are new ones. <laughs> let's, uh, let's tell these viewers where you're actually from. Put the jokes aside for a minute. Tell them where you're from, your experience in... Uh, across the pond and what you did that got you to Canada here. Um, so I'm from a small, small town called Malvern. Malvern. In the county. Yeah. That sounds like a cheese. The county of... There's no cheese from where I'm from. Okay. Well, you keep going. I'm sorry. I didn't interrupt you. Oh, roll them. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm from a little town. Malvern, it's in Worcestershire. Say that three times fast. 
Worcestershire. 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 Yeah, close, close. Here, I'm having a, I'm having a breakdown right now. Keep going, buddy. Keep going. But um, yeah, so it's uh, this beautiful little town. It's got green rolling hills. It's uh, basically where Tolkien got um, the idea for Hobbiton from. So you grew up in the Shire. Yeah. <clears throat> Why would and then you in my here? town where? Why did, when or why? Why would you, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I keep interrupting you, yeah, keep going, okay. buddy. Yeah, yeah, cut, cut, cut me off, fuck. I'm, I'm so um, sorry. So there's, uh, there's also, you know the, um, the lamp in Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe that Lucy finds when she meets Mr. Tumnus? That lamp is still in my town where C.S. Lewis took the inspiration from, so beautiful little town so are you a real it's, person or did you just walk out of a fucking fairy tale darren yeah i'm i'm pretty fictional okay i'll let you get there i'll let you get there you're blowing my <laughs> mind buddy this is awesome so yeah no i i uh that's where i grew up and music was just everything i think when i hear stories like uh talking to like god or talking to greg and casey um, from Caveat, and anybody that's uh, been in, or even like Mark Russell, right? Like talking to everybody that's been in the Calgary scene for and the Alberta scene for a long time. The Worcester scene uh, in music was bumping just like the Calgary one was. And so it was every Friday night, you'd go into Worcester, and you'd go to the, this place called The Crown, and you'd watch all these bands. And from the age of 15, 14, you'd go in and you'd get the X and you'd go in and watch these shows and that was it. And that's all you wanted to do is play in a band and, and, and be famous, right? And so... Fame has its perks. What, <laughs> so <laughs> that's what I did. I, ch I chased it. Didn't I just jumped on the drums, played along to like Green Day... Blink-182, within six months, I was starting a, a punk band, and we were off to the races from there, you know? <clears throat> and the first couple of bands were, were pop-punky, emo-sounding stuff, and uh, then there was a couple of guys that were a bunch of years older than me at school, and we started a a hardcore band like a not hardcore as in like the north american version of of hardcore like not hardcore punk or or anything like that i guess i guess you call it like post hardcore now oh but okay we, some a little bit more feeling so we like uh not on the shoegazy side it was i don't know if you've heard of botch yo or, math core buddy Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's what you called it over here. We called it hardcore. In Fucking mathcore. I love mathcore, fella. Yeah. So that's what we did. We we were, we were like botch, and then if you've listened to like minus the bear, which is like a tappy indie band, like a yeah. guitar tappy indie band. I we, have. We yeah. mixed the two together, right? And um, it was 
looking back on it now, it feels like we were just before our time kind of thing. But that, even that band got to like go on tour with Enter Shikari, if you know that. Band. Oh, I do. Like those guys. I do. Yeah, so we did a bunch of shows with them, and uh, th- th- that was good times for sure. Hell yeah, Kate! And you got to keep was... going. You got to keep telling them something. This I got to go to the bathroom. I've been chugging water. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. I gotta go to the bathroom. Oh my god! <laughs> what a pro! What a pro this guy is. <sighs> hey. The real trash is here now. <laughs> is, is, it, is he really, his last name is, is Trash? No. I can never tell with him. I can never, <laughs> like, anytime he's at a show, I can't figure out whether he's serious or if he's just messing with me all the time. <laughs> oh, he's messing with you. That's just what Nate does. He's yeah. always messing. Always. Yeah. He's, he's always messing or he's always messed up. But maybe not so much anymore. Not so much anymore, no. But he is he is messed up. I am not. Hi! <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's what happens when you leave. <laughs> You're getting old, mate. <laughs> yeah, I'm a 29-year-old. Se- I'm a 29-year-old senior what? citizen, man. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I, did, I, I was in a mathcore band called Deacon Birch, and um, we we got to play with bands like Big Business and Genghis Tron. Oh, Genghis like, Tron just guys. released a new record. Yeah, it's phenomenal too. I gotta check it's it out. Completely, it's a complete left turn from what they've done in the past but man it, it's it's awesome it's so good hell yeah i'm stoked to check it out i actually just started getting vinyl getting into vinyl um yeah i'm trying to okay so here's why <laughs> trying to lessen my fucking t-shirt collection but still contribute to but still like uh support a band with that one-time payment you know a couple of still yeah. like that Here's here's forty bucks right now, you know. Yeah. Give me that record, hell yeah! But I got so many fucking T-shirts. Like, oh man, and I love all yeah. of them. I'm not fucking getting rid of any of them. Just turn them into a blanket. I know I'm you've gonna... got like stitching skills, right? That was rude. <laughs> well, I've seen your fingers. You got soft fingers. I'm a fucking journeyman clatter. <laughs> I don't know, man. All your Instagram uh, videos of you on the job site, you're just standing around talking about wood. <laughs> hey, man, wood is a hot commodity these days. <laughs> and I got it. I got wood. <laughs> Nobody picked up. I think somebody stole that fucking plank, actually, because <laughs> it wasn't there when I yeah. went back to look no, for it. No buyers. <laughs> no buyers. No, nobody can hit my fucking marketplace ad or anything. Yeah. So, what was the culture shock like? I'm not not obviously like personally, but music wise, like coming over here. Do in Canada do we do our shows different than you guys do them there? Um, 
Yes. Um, kind of comes down to like payment, I guess. Like one of the first Delirian shows <clears throat> that I played in Calgary, we really busted our asses off with ticket sales. Like really busted our asses. And then I know where this we is were, going. We were asked to pay up 50%, right? And I was like, holy smokes, you're kidding me. And then there was like, no, and then you start hearing about back end stuff and, and things like this. And I was, I was, that was a big shock to me. But as far as like putting bands on and stuff like that, it was, it was exactly the same. Although, you know, Calgary, when I started playing with Illyrian, you started to see like six band bills and, really? and I was just like, Six to ten band yeah. fucking bills with like yeah. ten minute changeovers, and four of the bands share the drums. Yeah, and it was I just, remember it was those. Just too much. I don't miss those days. And I man. think, yeah, no, not me. Um, but like I, I liked it before the pandemic. You were starting to see like four band bills and three band bills again, and it, and those those shows were bumping. Which starting is, to which pick is good, back up but, again. Yeah. But as for a, a culture shock, there wasn't too much different. I mean, the, one of the biggest things is like the, the driving. Like, where are you going to play if, if, outside of Alberta, right? Like, do you go to BC? Do you go to Saskatchewan? Do you venture all the way out east? Like, it's... It takes planning to even Kinda, just break the border. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's tough. Whereas, like, in the UK, you, you jump in a van. And you're in another country. Drive. Yeah, pretty much. And even even before you even, like, skip out of the country, you, you can, within a weekend, you could hit four shows. Like, you, you would, um, Gord was saying yesterday, like, Immunized did that uh, show where they did a show in Red Deer and then headlined a show in Calgary in the same night, right? You can do that in England and there's no like... Um, Chance to... You're not going to kill yourself. Yeah. Four-hour drive. You don't have to... Like if you're playing, for example, you could play a show in Malvern and then the next night play in Worcester and it's an 18-minute drive from one another and, and, no, and it's going to be completely different crowds completely different <clears throat> and then the next day you go 20 minutes down the road to Bromsgrove and play a pub and it's a completely different crowd there too so it's uh it that's that's the biggest difference i would love sure. to have that here man maybe i would have stuck around and played in bands a little bit longer yeah but alas here I am, a dirty old man, talking to you. You miss it? You miss it? Um, I still get on stage from, like, before the pandemic happened, I was still jumping on stage with bands. I had bands ask me to come on stage and do stuff, because, like, all joking aside, I'm, I act like a jackass, and that brings a crowd. So they asked me to do it, and I can still do my vocals, too. I can still do fucking very intense, guttural death metal vocals. Um... I was on the recent Yumi Yokai release. Uh, I did a song with them mm -hmm. called God Zero. And 
but I don't what I don't miss is the clashing um having to wait for everybody to be in the mood to do a photo shoot to get that piece of artwork to the shirt guy so we can get some merch done you know agree on that piece of artwork um when are we all yeah. going to get the payment together for this piece of artwork uh and then all of a sudden you look at it for a bit uh, a couple weeks later you're just about to get it printed and he's like yeah you know one of the guys is like maybe i don't like it now and yeah. I, I don't miss that because trash talk is me and the boss me and alex and yeah. uh, i have a couple of friends that help out here and there but this is mine and her like this is my fucking baby this is where i put my efforts after the band this is my full force efforts now and uh that's I took the best parts of what I the, the best things that I enjoyed doing being a front man uh, having all of the attention <laughs> uh, being able to have that have the crowd it's just now now that I have the crowd I have something to say and yeah. it's positivity <clears throat> it's all fucking positivity it's all shut up and be fucking positive you, you got this under control be fucking positive yeah um but to answer your question in short form, no, man, I really don't, I really don't miss it. Um, I've been able to recapture the feelings here and there, and that's really all I need, man. I, I, I evo I've evolved, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, I, yeah, that's, that's how I would describe myself too, especially in the past two years. Sure, you're a family man now, yeah, and I wouldn't change it for the world, man. It feels so it really good. Would. It's it really is, uh, it's it's the the purpose for me in life, yep. That's why the, that's before, what got me off of all the shit. That's why I'm drinking water and trying to fix my brain, man, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Not on all the harmful medications and shit because I, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, you got you got to like anything I do now. It's like the girls and and my little boy are like paramount, right? Like that. That's what I think of first. And uh, anything I do now is to better me so I can take care of them or. Uh, be better for them, you know, enhance their lives. I do so, know. I do know. I'm on the exact same yeah. fucking wavelength you are. You've seen me, you saw me at, at some pretty fucking shitty times, and you've seen yeah. me flip it all right around, too, man. So I know exactly what you're talking about. And, yeah. you know, I might still look, look the same, but this is the appearance I'm comfortable with. And I want my daughter to grow up knowing that dad was still a good person, regardless of what he looked like. Yeah, exactly. And That's huge. In my daytime, my alter ego, when I'm not Nate Trash, and if people don't know, my real name is actually Nathan Neargard. Nathan Anthony Blaine Neargard Macaulay is my full fucking name. <laughs> what? Yeah. Macaulay. Macaulay, yeah. Macaulay. Um, Irish. Irish, buddy. Oh, Irish, that explains a lot. Irish and Danish. <laughs> That explains a lot. <laughs> so, uh, in my in my in my actual like day job, I am a journeyman cladder. I'm a construction worker. I work on huge jobs. 
uh, I've got a whole bunch of different permits to run different equipment and to do different harnesses and rigging and stuff. Um, I hand tie all the knots for the guys' lifelines myself, inspect them every day. Yeah. I'm the only one who knows how to tie the fucking knots. <laughs> But I know exactly what you mean. Bettering yourself. That's why I keep this job. But at the same time, I do the podcast. Because you got the band. You know, you got the band outside your day job too. Because we still have to be who we are at the same time as bringing home the bread for the family to eat, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it's and it's like, you know, there's been a couple of offers that, that came up uh, recently that that would have been like, you know, if it was two years ago, I would have jumped on it. Um, but with with the new business and my family and everything like that, they come they come first, and I'm I can't I can't go running around the world missing my my kids grow up, you know. So working away is one thing i put way on the back burner when serenity was born and i couldn't be more grateful for it because guess what when she turned when she hits teenager she's not going to want to hang out around dad and that's because she's for a bit for a little bit she'll come back that's because dad's awesome (laughs) (laughs) exactly um but i i don't want she's only going to be a child once I can go and work all those hours later. I can go and do those jobs later on. Those jobs will still be there and they'll still need guys. They'll still need a toothless face tattooed fuck face like me. You know? I got steel toe boots and a hard hat. I can go to work when she's old enough to have her own life. But I'm not not testing the waters to try and to to see. I'm good. I'm settled in. And that time isn't, you're not going to get any of that time back. So don't, don't choose the fucking travel card. Always stay at home. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, uh, Mr. Darren, what bands in Calgary mm-hmm. have you played with? Um, well, Illyrian's been my baby since I, uh, well, when I first started Illyrian, I was still living in Banff and I was commuting from Banff twice a week to jam with them. And that was two years with them, and then I and then I finally moved to the city. But um, other bands that I played with, um, Citizen Rage, obviously, is the is the other one I've I fully committed to. I think even I've been uh, a drummer in Citizen Rage at one point. Now that I think about it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I feel bad. I'd like. Giving up Citizen Rage was was like really really hard for me. It was just, and the reason why I had to is because like both bands were like doing this right. They were just pushing, pushing, pushing um, actively. And January twenty twenty, I was like, I think I was eight shows or something like that. Um just in January and there was one night where Citizen Rage and Delirium played you know and I I was I had to get a, I had to get Will uh, Grant to fill in for me. with which with Delirium he filled in for you yeah okay yeah. so we know which side you chose on that one 
Well, no, I had no choice. They're already booked to this rage. And then Illyrian got their, their show for Hyperion's album release. So what I'm so hearing... <laughs> One of my one of my favorite moments happened when when I did those two shows with uh, Citizen Rage. So we did Lethbridge, and we did Medicine Hat, and uh, I can't remember which one it was. I think it was Medicine Hat. We woke up after the after the, the, like the next morning, and we went down. We were staying at like a travel inn or whatever, and we go down to the breakfast, and it was like. I don't know, 10.30 and, and breakfast shuts off at 11. And it's just Mikey, myself, Mark and Sean down there. And we're just like eating toast and whatnot. And then Mark's like really excited. He wants to show me this video of, of something. I can't remember what it was. And there was this other old guy in there. It was like Ned Flanders looking, right? Like he had corduroy pants on, this polo shirt with the top button done up. And his uh, his sweater draped over his shoulders, right, like a geography teacher or whatnot. Oh. Anyway, we're we're sat there. Mark's like trying to show me this video, and it's freaking loud. It's on his phone. It's reverberating off the walls. And uh, this guy turns around. He's just about to put toast, like bread, into the toaster, and he turns around and looks at us. And then Mark turns it turns it down and then and then it comes back up loud again and the guy turns around and comes over to the table and he goes can we just have some peace and quiet and Mark, Mark doesn't even like lift his head his eyes just go up like this and he goes I'm gonna watch this video so how about you turn around and mind your own business and then we play the video the guy stands there, he's got his bread in his hand like this, all, all <laughs> mad, and storms out to the reception. And you can hear him yelling. He's got like one of these whiny voices. He's like, they're playing really loud in there. And he's like fanning the bread in the reception. Bro, your toast is going to get cold. And, and <laughs> he was just going off. He was like really going off on this receptionist. And... Um, a receptionist came in and was like, oh, you guys, you know, you, and Mark was still showing the video and it wasn't even that, that loud. So he came in and he just kind of went, <sighs> turned around, went back out. And the guy's like, did you tell them to get out? You should tell them to get out. They they can't be in there. They're really rude. <laughs> and um, the guy's like trying to calm him down. And uh, he didn't come back into the room. And so Mikey's looking at the clock and he's like, they close. Uh, breakfast at 11 should we just run down the clock so we just sat in there while this guy was pacing backwards and forwards in the, in the lobby and then we got asked to leave they closed the door and he still stood in the lobby with bread. his bread like, <laughs> yes and he just i know mark mark taught me something that day he was like you know watching people get that angry about something so small it's that that like makes your day <laughs> like somebody's so wound up and so like during this pandemic there were there were people like i'd be wearing my mask whilst i was driving by myself 
and you, and you'd see people like on the deer foot come past you and they're just flipping you the bird because you're wearing the mask by yourself it's i just like, don't want to take it's more convenient to just keep it on than to take it off all the yeah. time and risk losing the mask like what people can't just mind their own fucking business man yeah exactly like yeah. jesus are, are they gonna flip you let's say that person who is trying to flip you off gets in a crash because they're not paying attention to the fucking road are they gonna laugh yeah. at you while you're pulled over trying to help them no don't get away from me you fucking mask yeah. wearing fucking conspiracy nut <laughs> but yeah that, that was that was my my busy january and then you know there was a tour that Illyrian had booked for the uk um and then citizen rage had an extensive tour booked too with day global abortions yeah and like i had had it all i calculated it and i would have been nearing a hundred shows in a year and you would have had to be in two places at once for like at seven once. of them <laughs> yeah so like you know and, and i'm like calling gord like asking him how how do you do three bands at the same time man like i just don't gord's like well I what understand. i did was i first i put some meat on the grill <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so yeah I, I just I couldn't do it. I couldn't do both, respect. and then work was ramping up too, and yeah. And so respect, yeah. man. I Fucking right. It. It's not the way I see it is um, like cool. It might seem impressive on the outside for a guy to be in a whole bunch of bands, but really, when you know it from the inside, that individual either doesn't really have like much of a life outside of the bands. Or isn't really doing his best work in any of them because he's stretched so thinly, you know. And yeah, I also yeah, maybe. don't. I, I know, like I can't speak for Gord. Look at, look I can't speak breed. for yeah, Gord noobs. Um, Boyko was one of those back in the day as well. So, you know, yeah. I'm. I was never a fucking drummer, so I'm only speaking from a very outside perspective. Yeah. Like I bang on yeah, people's it's... heartstrings. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how those guys do it. Like, mad respect to them. I could barely right. be in one it's... band. Yeah. Like even even when um, I filled in for Siren for those couple of shows, like that was that was hard work too. Like juggling Illyrian and then you know a, a couple of filling shows it was it was tricky for sure you did it though buddy you fucking did it you were the sweet little yeah, Scottish somehow. fucking train engine that could <laughs> <laughs> my brother's watching this he's gonna my, be laughing so I keep hard. dropping my, my I keep dropping my stuff. headphone <laughs> but back to what I was saying my sweet Australian tugboat <laughs> Darren Yeah I've been waiting the whole time to talk about your man bun Oh yeah How's how's he doing back there? Good Oh <laughs> You need tattoos on the side of your head, Darren? No, no 
Yeah, I think Aaron, I think Aaron could agree with me. Some nice, like, deadly tribal tattoos on the side of your fucking head would look mean, buddy. It would look angry. You're checking yourself out right now. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not. That's the last thing I do. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just waiting for you to finish. <laughs> Fuck you, <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> What's your favorite type of music to play? Because you said you were in a mathcore band. I'm a huge mathcore fan. Um, what's your favorite type of music to play? You played hardcore, mathcore, thrash. Um, come on, lay it on me. Um, I don't know, man. Like, uh, like I've done, I've done a lot with with drums. Like, I, I played um, when I was in school. I did like Ada's New Wave stuff. Um, the mathcore stuff was awesome because it really like made me break down songs and count out odd time signatures and mathcore is the greatest. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was, it was like I still listen to that botch. Um, uh, we are the Romans record because like there's not a touch on it, you know. Like nobody's got close to anything like that for me. Anyway, that's what I think. Um, pop punk was awesome like when I was playing in the fallout theory um, I was actually playing a lot of um, my buddies drum parts because the fallout theory when they first started Carl who was on vocals when I joined he played drums he's actually the reason I, I picked up a set of drumsticks I watched him play a Green Day song and uh at a talent show and I was like I'm gonna do that I, I want to do that Green Day is a terrible so, reason to pick up drumsticks my friend whatever man. I'm just joking I'm just joking I'm just joking <laughs> um, <laughs> I love Green but Day yeah like and then the cool thing was is like I ended up joining the band because Carl moved on to vocals and I was learning a lot of um Carl's drums, right? So I had to pick up his nuances, and it, and that was awesome. And then once I got the hang of it, it was just like go time. Like we were a, a well-oiled machine when we were on the road. Um, even in Brazil, like there was a couple of times when we toured Brazil where it was like play a, a festival here and then drive through the day and play a festival somewhere else in in Brazil, and it was just. You know, I didn't have to worry about my parts. I would literally go into flow state and pff, here we go, you know. That's the dream. Um, that was good. And then uh, I played, when I was in, in Banff, I played in a, uh, like a, it's kind of like Rage Against the Machine sounding band called Kill Your Radio. Rage is dope. And that was that was awesome, you know, just sitting in the pocket playing groove. And then now Illyrian, like, like I said, Casey Lewis really lit the fire under my backside after being uh, doing a record with him. It was just like, okay, I need to get my shit together and and step up, right? Shout out to Casey and Belvedere. Yeah, and like. He was. He really helped me through that process. Like never recorded to click before, and 
the guys wanted me to ro- record to click, so I'm learning to play to click as as we're recording it. Darren, and don't admit to these yeah. blasphemies. You should be playing to a click all the time, you son of a gun. I was, I mate, I taught myself how to play drums, and I didn't even know what a metronome was. <laughs> Isn't a metronome a Pokemon? So, yeah, I'm pretty sure metronome is a Pokemon. Ball. Yeah, shut. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he, he, he really helped, he really helped me through that process. And then when it came to recording the entity record, I was so like over prepared for that one that the recording kind of just went through for a breeze. And then the stuff that we've just finished recording is probably some of the best stuff I've, I've done on drums. Hell yeah. Okay, so I just was able to pull your video up now, but I got to download it before I can do it. So I'm going to do a full separate live tomorrow before my my interview with Dana and uh, yeah. play your fucking video. Yeah. Yeah, that song that song I gave I gave you the playthrough for um that's yeah, that's one of my favorites that that we recorded. Um for drum parts anyway it's there's a lot of playfulness in that in that song and you got double kicks there's a lot of double kicks in this in this new record fuck you went from not even Wrong. knowing what a double kick was to just being fucking mr yeah. darren double kicks well I'm, I'm a cheater right like most most drummers would say i'm a cheater because i use double strokes well most feet. yeah well those drummers should fucking release more videos and fucking I don't know. Go start a fucking band. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's I don't know. It's a debate in drummer forums, right? Like, are you using doubles or are you using swivel or whatever? Just do what you need to do to get the job done, right? Like, it sounds good. Yeah, sounds fucking dope. You sound killer all the time, Darren. Like super. Uh, real, sometimes. So Aaron. Sometimes, thanks. Aaron says no head tattoos. Yeah. But yeah, honestly, exactly. Look at you though, Darren. Look at the head on you already. Why do I need tattoos? I don't. Do I really need enhancements? No, because too much of a good thing is never a good thing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, very true, Mister Darren. Is there? It's been a great fucking chat with you, man. I really miss you, buddy. I really do. Yeah. I miss, like, who doesn't miss shows, right? Yeah, you're not going to say it. You're not going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you fucking know, I'm bastard. Just out with you too, man. <laughs> I just, I'll never forget that. Like, I'm trying to warm up, and you're just, like, in Come my on. ear going, Do you even play fast? Do you even play fast, dude? I just am. Just making me sweat before I've even gotten stage. That's why I'm better off in the podcast than doing the band thing because I am the fly in the ear of every Calgary underground performer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, keep doing what you're doing, man, because I think Calgary and Alberta and Western Canada has needed a podcast like this, right? Just well, I'm not going nowhere, buddy. Just for you. Yeah. Don't do it just for me. That's just stupid. for you. 
Um, is there anything that you want to say to all the beautiful viewers watching us? Anybody that might see this video? Um, we there's light at the end of the tunnel. I like that. You know, we we're nearly through this. Like, let's just buckle down and get get through this shitty next wave section, whatever you want to call it. And I don't, I don't care if you think it's conspiracies or if you follow science. It's just like, let's stop being polarized and separated. Let's We're come together. We're going to have to get through it anyway. Yeah, let's get through it. And we'll, we'll see everyone on the other side, right? Like, and you know what? I'm, I hope and, and believe that when this thing is done, that shows are going to be bigger than they, they were. They are going to pop right? the fuck off. You, there's going to be crowd yeah. surfing in fucking Burns. You watch. And I'm going to yeah. be right there. Stealing fucking microphones. Actually, I actually have a plan for uh, when shows come back to do some showcases myself. Some trash talk band showcases myself. So, yeah, uh, yeah shows are going to come back with a fucking vengeance. And I'm going to be right there with you, buddy. Yeah, let's make it happen. Fucking right. Well, because the world, the world needs it, right? Without, without art and music and movies... That's how. That's why we're so segregated right now, because there's nothing to bring us together. So when 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 it's gone, it's gonna be it's gonna be good. It's gonna be go time. It's gonna be fucking yeah. good. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. All right, everybody. So I'll take this time right now to uh, reannounce my new sponsor, Crazy Candies. Um, amazing, amazing THC candies and uh, micro doses. I ate some THC candies earlier, and it got me messed right up. I was actually a little bit worried I was going to have to cancel this interview. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be totally honest. <laughs> I was sitting here like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just you being nervous with, with, with my over-the-screen presence. Because you haunt my fucking dreams, Darren. <laughs> Yeah, sure. <laughs> so, Crazy Candies. I'm, I'm, I'm as, no, go, go. What do you got to say? I, I was going to say I'm, as, I'm as, as evil looking as the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. No, I mean like romantically, like the picture of Dorian Gray. Uh, you spice, okay, finish your, you spice finish up, your sponsor. No, now I'm talking about you spicing up my nocturnal emissions. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Crazy Candies. THC candies, edibles, are sponsoring me now. They have great candies. Let's get that good shot of that. Um, if you want any sort of contact information, get a hold of me and I'll pass that on to you. Um, all sorts of delicious little goodies from big doses all the way down to the little guys. And uh, yeah, they're fantastic. They taste great. I, the hard candies are hard to come by in the THC world. And these are fantastic. So, yeah, Crazy Candies. Go check them out. Darren, it's been fucking fantastic chatting with you. Yeah, it's been a pleasure, mate. Pass it on to the band. Well, we got to do a band one when shit gets a little less crazy, a little less hectic. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, for sure. 
yeah, for everybody watching, thanks for joining in.